It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Good morning, good morning. You are listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth be told with DT and Telly. It is the top of the hour. 8 a.m. Thursday, February 8th. Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Friday. Get it, get it, get it, get it. Don't get me started, y'all. Shoot. Thursday night, man. When you were in college, this is the weekend. What? Thursday night was the start of the weekend, baby. <laughs> Man, Telly, there's some there's some grown folks right now that's talking about Telly. It didn't stop in college. This is my fry. The weekend is here. Shoot, I might I might I might go out and have a little something something tonight. Let's, mm. let's, look, you know I'm lying because it's the 9 p.m. club. Uh, I was about I to say it better happen before <laughs> nine. <laughs> It's like when when I've gotten older, I've realized I haven't. There's like I am a happy hour guy. Those are my hours. Like I see why they call it a happy hour. Like you right, know, right. about five, six, you know, yeah, I'm happy there. But around eight or nine, <laughs> I'm winding down these days. <laughs> Man, now look, y'all. Speaking of winding down, this is such a serious topic. Well, we you know we always got to keep it entertaining but we got to go back to this conversation that we've been having this absolutely morning. and it this shouldn't so, stop this morning either i think this and is, it, and it this is a story that needs to be followed up so we have a number of grocery stores in our neighborhoods our neighborhoods being black and brown neighborhoods that are intentionally knowingly selling food that is expired and flat out unhealthy We've got a caller right now. Do we still have David, Ben? We still got David? Yes, we do. All right. David, good morning. Thank you for calling in. You're listening. Or excuse me. You are on live with DT and Telly. What is your comment or question? Good morning, D- DT and uh, Telly. Thanks, Ben Jam, for getting that style speed on there. I appreciate that, bro. You already know. So, DT, I'm DBJ on the, uh, on the uh, what's that on the YouTube thing. So, I was yeah. going to go ladies first, so I'm going to go on and let you. So we can communicate, you know what I'm saying, and uh, going to get both both our uh, oh, David, eyes on out. So you got you, go you got the mic, you got the mic, brother. Thank you though. Okay. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to go right, first. But you got the yeah. mic, brother. Right, because this is your show, and as a caller, I'm only going to get a few minutes, and then I'm gonna be poof like the wind. So yeah, I appreciate <laughs> it. Not poof. So let me. No, I mean it's just real though. So let me let me. I'm really like I'm the type of person that usually says what I says, and I'm just out. You know what I'm saying? But I understand because when you, you said you're going to get to my comment, because when you read it back, I was like, I guess I'm confused as to what your, I ain't going to say issue or whatever. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but whatever your, I guess I'll just say issue is what, what my comment is. Because I'm all, first of all, I'm black and Mexican. You guys said you look on my picture. I'm black and Mexican. I'm all black and Mexican, everything, first of all. Okay. I've been to the joint. I've had Whitey locking me up, telling me when to go to bed, telling me when to eat. My P.O. is white. I've had all these people basically hold me down. All the things I've done, done on my own doing, of course, let me take responsibility for everything I've done. Okay? So I got two more years of paper. I know I'm rambling, but I guess it kind of hurt me a little bit, went to my chest a little bit when you said that 
we're only concerned about black issues or whatever, basically. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. But that stung a little bit because that hurts me because that's what I'm about. That's what I'm about. And my comment, what I was saying is, because I'm a delivery driver, okay, for a living. So between Glendale, I just moved from Glendale back to Milwaukee because I was sick of being in the suburbs, getting treated like that. So anyways, I go to these gas stations. I deliver stuff. I grab stuff out of there, little snacks or whatever. And my point was basically is to say that it happens everywhere. And and like the Cermak, that's basically in a Latin neighborhood. That's basically on the near south side. And my point is a black man, when I go into these places and buy this stuff and it's expired and I say something and they basically tell me buy it or get out, and then I got to worry about getting into an argument about my money and them calling the police on me about, and then maybe me worry about getting locked up for having police contact because they call the police because I'm complaining about expired food. You know so when you complain about well, expired food, David? It happens everywhere. It happens everywhere. I go to black neighborhoods, and, and, if, and, if, I'm not, and if I'm correct, black people don't own these places. This, these, these Indians or Arabs owning these places and selling this stuff to us. So between them just wanting to make the money and them not caring about us, that's my point. And I'm saying, too, it happens in white neighborhoods. We bought some We bought some bread from, where was that at we bought bread from? Shorewood. It was expired. My, and the other point I'm making is these places just want to make the money because they don't want to buy new stuff, throw the old stuff out, and sell it. And they figure a lot of people just grab, don't look at the dates. I do. And I'm going to complain about that stuff because I don't have the money to just be throwing around buying new stuff. Well, David, thank you so much for calling. And I I appreciate this is the power of conversation versus texting, because I obviously based on what you shared, I misunderstood your point. And the reason why I responded the way I did is because, again, being a black woman or being a black person. And when we talk about subject matters that directly impact us and then the responses that happens in all neighborhoods, it was a trigger for me. So I'm glad to 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 hear your voice and understand what you meant please pardon me because it was never nor will it ever be my intention to get you in your chest to get you in your feelings but this is again this is the reason why telly and i encourage people to call in because now that i've heard you because that's not what i got from a text that's not what i got from the typing i got that from your voice and i appreciate your passion for bringing the awareness that this is happening everywhere and it wasn't to out way or overshadow the the focus area of the black demographic so again david thank you for listening thank you for clarifying and this is a prime example telly of why you understand and communicate more effectively when you can hear at least hear somebody's voice and see their face versus trying to interpret you know through typed words so again david thank you so much Appreciate you listening in. Hope you have a great day. Yeah, David Seriously. is a loyal listener. I, I remember yes. his story. Yes, him being black and Mexican. And uh, and so I, I'm sure that 
again, and especially being a delivery driver, he is out in the community. He's seeing these different things, and and um, and that's why it is important to communicate those things because we can only go off of what we read or what we see in a story, but to actually hear from people like Kim and mm-hmm. pe- that that shops at uh, well used to <laughs> shop at Cermak and and people like David, that's what we want. We encourage that. We want to hear from the community because we can't here, be here, everywhere. Here. Yes. <laughs> right. We can't be everywhere and know these situations. And you all bring a lot of real life experiences and value to these conversations. So if you have experienced these things or any topics that we talk about, we really encourage you to call in because it was just that misunderstanding of mm-hmm. David's text. And we now understand what he was really trying to say. So, and also, David, brother, don't don't give me that much power. We we also as a people, when somebody disagrees with you or somebody challenges your statement, don't be. Don't, you said you had me in my chest, you had me in my feelings. Don't give me that much power. I'm not that important. Yeah. To be to be to be causing you chest pains, brother. And <laughs> this in this thing called life, you're gonna have people who disagree with you, they're gonna have people that challenge you. But that's what provokes healthy dialogue. It shouldn't yeah. be you have me and my we talk about this on the radio all the time. Like, don't do that, David. Don't give me that much power. Well I mean I, I, I am a big deal, but I ain't that big of a deal to be well, causing you to have a heart attack. <laughs> well, to keep it all the way real. I ain't going to let none of y'all get me. Or y'all ain't going to get Man. in my chest. <laughs> so <laughs> we suggest Telly, that Telly, you do it the same. <laughs> yeah, Telly has been coaching me on that because, you know, like, again, this is a talk radio show. We are going to disagree with one another. We're going to share different opinions. It's okay to yes. disagree. You don't have to say things like, yeah, Denise, I had to call in because when you said what you said, it had me in my feelings in my chest. Let's just clarify and move on. We've got another caller. Yeah, I'm not trying to have nobody have a heart attack on the show because I disagree with you. <laughs> Don't give me that much power. I ain't, I ain't all that bad. Sherry, good morning. You are live with DT and Telly. What is your question or comment? Good morning, DT and Telly. Um, what I wanted to say was, do you know that the uh, these little side gas stations, they can change the uh, gate on the product? And another thing I wanted to bring up, why are they charging us a dollar for something that's 99 cents? I had a lady mm. from another country. This lady tried to fight me because I bought three. Uh, those cabbies, they said three for 99 cents. She rung up three dollars. I said, ma'am, it should be uh, 297. They're 99 cents for three. She was like, I didn't charge you no tax. Get out of my effing store. And I'm like, wow. excuse me? Wow. Seventy six and uh and uh no it's on sixty uh, eighth and Capitol the gas station and what's it the gas station sixty eighth and Capitol stores they're charging people a dollar for stuff that's ninety nine or one ninety nine they just go to the next dollar yeah can you imagine how much money they making yeah where it doesn't seem like three cents is a big deal but three cents every time it adds up they get yes. upset. Yes. I had another gentleman tried to fight me over a dime. I bought 10 items. He charged me a dollar for all of them. He's going to tell me you're fussing about a dime. I said, I don't care if it's a penny. It's mine. Exactly. <laughs> I agree. You guys have a good day. All right. You too. No, Thank you so much, yeah. Sherry. Yes, yes. I wanted, to ask, I wanted to ask Sherry because, you know, here's the thing. A lot of people like Barat Basel, whatever his name is, I'm so disgusted right now. 
because when you when, when our listeners call in, you can hear the frustration, the disgust, the disappointment, the hurt in their voice. Yeah. And what what happens is that people like and I want to make sure I get his name correct. Barat Banzel. They do not see us as human beings. You, you know what I'm saying? Ben and Telly, they, they do not regard us as the mothers and the fathers and the human beings and the, you know, the kids that, that we are. And that has everything to do with you've got people who who have had very little interaction with black people, but yet are are thriving and making millions, if not billions of dollars off of being in black neighborhoods. I'm going to say that one more again. We are allowing. And when I say we, I'm talking about government. Federal government, local government, because the Small Business Administration is part of the federal government. The health department is the local government and you've got entities that are allowing, and I'm using that word intentionally, allowing people like Barat Banzel. He, he knows what he can get away with. I mean, we've had Sherry, David, Kim, Dr. Ford in the last hour, all call in and, and speak about, and, and I guarantee you, Sherry, David and Kim and Dr. Ford don't even know each other. You got four different black people who have directly been impacted and talked about this issue. And you continue to allow people who do not care about black people come into our neighborhoods and intentionally poison us to the point where our lifespan is 10 years, Telly, 10 years behind our white brothers and sisters. Yeah. And, now, and, I'm, and, and on top of that, we send their kids to college. So they're getting Man. all of this money from the black community. They don't care about us, but they care about our dollars. And we're sending their kids to college. And they could care Can less you say about that us. One Mogi. <laughs> and so and you know, for for older woman Larissa Taylor to call Barat Banzel and his response was, You should have called me first. See, that's privilege. Mm-hmm. Why what especially when you have people like Sherry who has multiple times informed, why are you charging me an extra 10 cents? And like Sherry broke down and you broke down, you multiply that by 50 or 60 foots that come in traffic that come in and out that door, that store a day. He, yes. A day. Yeah. He knows exactly what he's doing. And yet he, he continues. And like you said, they're going to temporarily shut down. Mm-hmm. They're going to let things cool off. And, and then they go they're right back reopen. to doing it. Go to have a cousin reopen it in their name, and then boom, his name isn't on it anymore, but he'll still run it. Oh, I also love the fact when you are in black neighborhoods where you go to these stores that are owned by Arabs and East, uh, Middle Easterners, where you have to, well, you got to spend $5 to use your debit card. It's like, I don't want $5 worth of junk. I just or made I may one, not like have some water. Dollars. Yeah, I made yeah, just want some water. <laughs> and I don't have you any cash. Force me. Yeah, See? yeah. And, and Telly, you know what? Let's just get to the solution part of this conversation. Because one thing as a black person, I get tired of having the same conversation over and over again and nothing changes. So here, Telly and I right now, we're going to give you all some solutions and I have a number, Telly. I don't know about you. I'm sure you do because you have a ton of friends out there on the West Coast in Southern California. This is becoming huge in, in, in black folks' communities, especially 
in climates that are like Southern California, uh, Florida, black folks are creating our own farms, our own organic farms in our backyard. Now, I know some of y'all are going to be saying, well, Denise, it's not that easy. You know, we don't have the climate. Just just hear me out in terms of what we are doing as a people in this country. We are starting to grow our own fruit, our own vegetables. We are raising goats, chickens, and ducks because according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, or I should say because the U.S. Department of Agriculture, the USDA, has statistically over the past nine years not been supportive in terms of offering incentives to black farmers as they have white farmers. Believable. And <laughs> what that means is that when you have a number of black farmers that are continuing to be discriminated against, i.e. supplying white, super, predominantly white-owned supermarket chains, a lot of them now have turned to their own friends and family telly mm-hmm. and helping black and brown people, families, start our own gardens. Truth Nation, if any of you out there, because I know there are some folks in Wisconsin, in the Milwaukee area, that even if it's tomatoes or okra, are growing uh, our own vegetables Mm -hmm. and fruits in our backyard. I have a friend that... Go ahead. Go ahead, DT. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I have a friend that I went to um, high school with, played basketball with him. He ended up moving to Atlanta, and and, uh, he went to Morehouse. And after he graduated, he ended up getting into farming and one of the biggest really? black farmers in the state of Georgia. And where he, and, and I think he recently, not recently, but in the last six months, he is he has um, been able to retain a deal where he's a distributor to some of the local grocery stores now. And that is awesome. Yeah, And I remember like talking to him about a year ago. I was like, man, what made you get into farming? And he said, man, you have no idea how many people ask me that question, especially as a black man. But he saw the opportunity. And then on top of that, having kids, he saw the type of food that was being put out in his community. And he was like, no, there has to be a better way. So he started to do his own thing. And yes. I love that. Man, that is awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And here's the thing. Just like your your friend there, I, I man, that's that's dope. For real. I would, we should have call in. We you know, really I can I can reach out to him. His name is Patrick Muhammad. He was Patrick Smoot uh, when we were in high school, and and uh, I mean, great great dude. I I you know this this does make me want to reach out to him and see if we yeah, can get him on because how many black farmers do we know? And and then and, and there's it, a whole bunch. And exactly, there's a whole bunch. Exactly. No, now, no doubt. one of the things, as we're talking about solutions, as obviously a neglected community when it comes to um, food equity, these are some ways that you can support and continue to rebuild and reclaim our wealth in traditionally neglected communities. And speaking of farming, uh, there are a number of black families in this country that is part of learning and benchmarking what good farming looks like. They're going to Puerto Rico. They're going to some places. And again, I want to emphasize safe places in the Caribbean where a lot, a lot of us in those areas, black and brown people, again, are starting their own farms. 
they're growing their own foods, including fruits, vegetables, etc., which is allowing, uh, and specifically in Puerto Rico, San Juan. And so what's happening is that now you have a lot of black families that are coming back to the United States and Puerto Rico is part of our, I just want to be clear, I'm not just disregarding <laughs> Puerto Rico as part of us, that are coming back to the States and becoming food mentors. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of a food mentor, are you familiar with Khalees? My milkshake brings on the boys to the yard. Yeah. It's better than yours. She has moved. I'm sorry. She left L.A. and moved to a remote farm outside of L.A. during COVID. So back in 2020, she literally tell you, I follow her on Instagram every day. She has livestock. She harvests produce. She teaches her followers and her listeners about how you can. And she first of all, Khalees is a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's a beautiful woman, and she talks about how since she has started to eat her, the food that she's growing, how she has just felt better. Um, yeah, she sold her $1.8 million L.A. mansion and moved to a low-key farm in Southwest California in 2020. Man. And I'm telling you, she has she has not looked back. You'll see you'll see Kellis on, on like a, a John Deere trailer. Oh, it's not a game. <laughs> she is a straight-up farmer she's 43 and here's the thing not only does she she make her own food she will then cook it so she has like a culinary school as well nice and so these are just some of the things because right now she's got a hundred animals she grows vegetables fruits and again if you have if you don't follow her follow her 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 handle is k-e-l-i-s just khalees on instagram and i love watching Cause she ain't bringing milkshake to the yard no more, y'all. She bringing food. <laughs> she bringing the healthy cow. food. She bringing the cow. When we come back for break, we're gonna get to a recent update uh, regarding the latest uh, update with the Brett Favre scandal, welfare scandal out of the state of Mississippi, and we've got truth wiping coming up as well. So you want to stay tuned. You're listening on this beautiful Friday Eve, the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth be told, with DT and Telly. Stay tuned. Don't touch that dial. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly will be right back on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth be told with DT and Telly. <laughs> so before we get into the Brett Favre update, dude, Club Shay Shay show. I mean, it's it's only in terms of the year. It's only February the 8th. And he just got he did. Well, I should say he his guests. So if y'all have not heard or know already. Uh, the most recent guest on Club Shay Shay, Shannon Sharp's world-renowned, famous, highly listened to, <laughs> viewed podcast, Shay Club Shay Shay, Monique, our our beloved Monique. She is still black, and she still is a woman, so she's a queen. She's whether you like her or not. Was recently on Club Shay Shay. Now, our brother D.L. Hughley, who was just here in Milwaukee, he did like six shows, which, if I'm not mistaken, were all sold out. Now, did did you know, Telly, that 
DL Hughley and, and Monique have had beef probably for the past like eight years. Uh, I knew at one point they had beef. I didn't know it had still continued. Well, of course, Monique brought up <laughs> issues that she's had with DL Hughley. Um, and, and like I said, it's went back and forth for decades and DL Hughley has talked about how the reason why Monique doesn't have a lot in terms of what she's demanded is because she's basically uh, hard to work with. And uh, so they went back and forth. So Monique said some things about DL Hughley. You can listen to the entire club Shay Shay podcast in its entirety. It's all over the internet and DL Hughley went off. Now we, we're going to, we're going to pause, we're going to pause this for tomorrow. Cause I want Truth nation. If you can to listen to both Monique's interview on club Shay Shay, as well as DL Hughley's response, which you can find anywhere on the internet. And then let's talk about tomorrow. I just wanted to put that out there because this goes back to what I was even talking about with brother David. And we've talked about this on the show before Telly as part of our mental health. We've now gotten to a, a, a condition of where if someone says something about you or disagrees with you, it, it's one thing to say, okay, let, let, let me just say my piece, mm-hmm. but both Monique and D.L. Hughley, even if you hit, if you put the mute button on, D.L. Hughley looks like somebody came for his family. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to understand unless you cause physical harm or put me and my family's health or safety in danger. Why are we through social media becoming a society where you, you can't disagree anymore? I, I, I'm sorry, DT. I, I gotta have a little pushback. I don't think it's society. I think it's more our community. And, Mm. and, uh, and it's funny. Uh, the, the, the guy that opened up for DL, Dan and Green, we were talking about this as recent as a couple days ago. And he put out a post that was saying, why is Jay-Z tripping off uh, the Grammys giving Beyonce an award? And is it going to change anything? And he said, but here's the thing. That was just my opinion. Why is it that Mm -hmm. when... Black people say something that may rub Man. them the wrong way. It's it's forever. You're cut off. Not that. Uh, I mean, it's like the most egregious thing. And and we were talking about it. It's like okay, that was just my opinion on that specific topic. Why does that mean we can't do business anymore, or we can't do anything on a professional level Such because of my point. personal opinion? And I I now you see it. And it, it it sucks. It sucks because it is so prevalent in our community. Okay, we all know as black people this beef that Megan Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj has going, right? Mm-hmm. Where's the last white beef that you heard about where two white people were beefing on social media and it was such a big deal? Where it's to a point where you're being asked to choose sides. you either with Megan or you with Nicki Minaj. Like, come on, man. And we're doing this to each other. So I think it's more other. of a community thing as opposed to a whole society. society. And and if you and if we got any non-black listeners that could give me an example of how this is not a black community issue, I am all ears. I tell you, I could not have said it better. 
And I'm glad that you push back because again, here, here's the crazy part. Not even, not even five, 10 years ago, aside from maybe one other radio station, did you have a platform where for 11 consecutive hours, you have a platform where we are talking about issues in ways that has never been discussed before here in Milwaukee. And when you, you finally got a talk radio station where you've got what me, you Sherwin Mel, you know, Noni juice, Benjamin, Dr. Ken and our brother, Tori Lowe. We, we all have different perspectives. Yes. We all have different feelings on topics that directly impact our community. But I ain't about to come in the studio and be like, Tori, I ain't talking to you no more. Because yeah. when you said this on your show, you cut, you canceled. Now, if I come for Tori's family, if I come for his safety, then you say things like, hey, I got, you know, I got my chest out. But y'all, we we got it because here's the thing: the only thing that is happening is that other other communities they just sitting back looking like, man, why are they? And not that I care, but it's just like, let me let me let me retract that last statement. Why are we causing unnecessary stress to our lifespan for no for for disagreeing for saying something that you didn't like? Yeah, we finally got a talk radio show that we can talk about things because Rush Limbaugh. You think you you think sometimes being telly say if just listen to the predominantly white or talk radio show conservative talk radio or just turn on Fox News. <laughs> Man, you don't even got to do all that. Just turn to Fox News and you'll see how that community relates to their listeners or viewers. And it doesn't come from a perspective of where we're trying to come from. On the True Talk and Text line, hit us up, 833-212-1017. Jay says, DT, Telly, hi, how are you today? We let our feelings get in the way. The butt-naked truth. Let's stay in peace with each other. Man, Jay, thank you for that. Thank you for validating what we were just talking about. Kaylee hit us up and said, come check on Vincent High School of Agricultural Sciences, where you will see dozens of Milwaukee kids taking care of our entire farm, veggies, fruit, chickens, bees, goats, small animals, and even more in the summertime right here on 91st and Good Hope. And there are several agricultural schools. And I got to give a shout out to my wife's school. Her school is an agricultural school. River Trail, they built a greenhouse last year, and they do teach students on how to grow your own produce. So, yes, thank you for that, Kaylee. Uh, there are programs yeah, man. in Milwaukee that are aimed towards going this way. And um, and thank you for that, Kaylee. And and definitely, again, shout out to my wife's school, River Trail. And, uh, yes, they, they grow and, and do different things as an agricultural school as well. I love it. I love it. I love it. See, this is why we have this show. Yes. Because, yeah, no, this is awesome. Now, look, we're going to take another break. When we come back, we're going to give you the update on Brett Favre as well as going to truth swiping. Today's truth swiping, I'm keeping it positive, y'all, because this is Black History Month. So we're going to share all of the great things that are happening in our community 
by us for us that you're not going to catch on any other talk radio news station. Stay tuned. You're listening to the best morning show on planet earth. Truth be told with DT and Telly on the award-winning 1017, the truth. It is truth be told with DT and Telly on 1017, the truth, the truth app and 1017, truth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Now, Telly, you know that's a vibe. Yeah. What? <laughs> I'm vanilla, baby. <laughs> Even though it is black well, talk, look, right? Ben wasn't here yesterday. Ben, see. She wanted to ban that song uh, for this month because <laughs> we're talking about black history, and he comes on, I'm, I'm a, vanilla, baby. I'm vanilla, baby. <laughs> He's light-skinned. <laughs> Shaq Harlow. Man. He's light-skinned self. No, he's white. <laughs> let, let, me not, let me not tell no lies. All right. Um, in all seriousness, happy belated birthday, Trayvon Martin. Would have been 29 years young yesterday. Wow. So so I know many black Americans are celebrating Trayvon's 29th birthday this week. But yes, yesterday would have been Trayvon Martin's 29th birthday. Mm. So shout out to him and his family. There's been a number of scholarships created in his name. A lot of documentaries that were created to tell his story. So I'm glad to know that his legacy still lives on. However, that is another young black man that did not deserve to be murdered. But we will continue to speak his name. We will continue to honor and support his mother and his fathers uh, more and his brother as they continue to grieve and mourn the loss of Trayvon Martin. Again, who would have been 29 years young yesterday in other news yeah what? your cousin brent lorenzo Favre. man are we are we going to really have time to talk about him and get the true swiping nah let's save it for tomorrow yeah, but i will can, say we this can hold, we can hold the brett lorenzo because Be- he ain't going nowhere he ain't paid him back well, yet <laughs> well here's here, here actually it's very quick before we get to true swiping it's very quick okay a state auditor out of the state of Mississippi, says Brett Favre still owes the state nearly $730,000 for his involvement in the Mississippi welfare scandal. So according to Associated Press, Auditor Shad White filed court papers on Monday calling for Favre to repay the state exactly $729,790 in federal welfare funds he allegedly improperly spent on personal use see it, it, and and i i know we can continue this tomorrow but oh we are <laughs> my thing with that dt it would be something different if you didn't have the money i'm not i'm not trust me no, not I feel counting you. the man I know, pockets I, I, I not counting the man pockets but you do get a hall of fame check i'm sure that he was in some sort of retirement pension. He played over 20 seasons. So the point is, just just pay him back and move on, You know man. what? This is why, Telly, I know you're a good man. Because what you just said is synonymous with what the auditor said. The auditor, again, Shad White, said 
Favre had no legal right to the possession or control of this one point million dollars. He also says, and again, check this out, Telly. It, and I quote, it boggles the mind that Mr. Favre could imagine he is entitled to the equivalent of an interest free loan of one point million in taxpayer money, especially money that was intended for the benefit of the poor. End quote. And that was from the Mississippi State Auditor Shad White. So, yeah, just give Brett that, Lorenzo yeah. Favre. Well, he ain't got no choice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, but what like why do you still owe that much? I'm sure you are put on a payment plan. Uh, so you only paying what fifty dollars a year two weeks? Like that's you a pay, great question. Like, come on, for man. Brett. And there's because where's the caller? Because he's such a huge fan. Why don't you uh, text Brett Brett Favre and have him call into the show eight three three two one two one zero one seven. Caller, if you're listening, have text your brother Brett Lorenzo Favre and have him call in <laughs> so we can ask him when he's going to give the money back if he's going to give the money back. Now, as Telly had mentioned. We want to get into some good truth swiping. You're listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Our truth talking text line is 833-212-1017. Benjamin, can we go on and cue up that truth swiping theme Welcome music? Welcome to Truth Swipe, the game where you swipe right if you agree with the pop culture headline or swipe left if you give it a complete two thumbs down. DT, Telly, and Benjamin, tell us which way you're swiping today. All right, here we go. Dallas Cowboys safety, Marquise Bell, a Florida A&M alum, which is an HBCU, and I think this is awesome, has been awarded the NFL HBCU Spotlight Player of the Year and will be recognized at the 25th anniversary Super Bowl Soulful Celebration on February 10th, preceding the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm swiping right. Anytime an HBCU player gets recognized in the National Football League, uh, you've had to overcome a lot of stuff to reach that level. So shout out to the Dallas Cowboy that will be recognized. Ben? And shout out to the NFL for having that HBCU spotlight. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to swipe left because I don't like the Cowboys, all right? I don't like the Cowboys. I don't like nothing that they got going on up over there. I'm swiping left. I feel you on that. I know when I started saying Dallas Cowboys, a number of people probably like, er? all right, next. California. The state of California is making progress on reparations but leaves out cash payments. It is spurred by its history of discrimination and black migration patterns. California introduced the first comprehensive reparations package in the U.S. examining the cost and forms of reparation through a task force in-depth review. Now, while the bill introduced seek to address systemic racism beyond cash payments, there ain't going to be no cash. Swiping right or left, oh, y'all. This is going to be real easy. Swiping left. Uh, I, I still don't understand why we're still introducing packages to give black folks reparations where other ethnicities have been getting reparations for God knows how many years. So uh, holler at me when it gets real. Swiping left. <laughs> ben? Yeah, uh, I, I'm indifferent. You know, honestly, I, I am happy that California is making some kind of progression for some some type of reparations. But I want the cash, man. Show me the money. Okay, I know that's right. You're going to get a mule. Right. <laughs> and, and look, in 30, 
look, 39 acres. Wait a minute. Where, like, the, like Sherry said, wait a minute. Where am I 40? It's 39. <laughs> Tax. Oh, just round it up. <laughs> Count it off as tax. Yeah, just round it up. <laughs> now, this this for me is really, really good news because, I, you know, I like watching Lifetime, and I'm especially appreciative now that they have more representation of, of folks of color, black folks, on Lifetime. Now, for those that love watching Lifetime as well as love movies and books from the best-selling author Terry McMillan, you want to listen to this. Terry McMillan has partnered with Lifetime to executive produce a series of new original films titled Terry McMillan Presents as part of Lifetime's 40th anniversary celebration. Terry McMillan wrote Waiting to Excel. Stella got a groove back. So even if I know Telly and Ben as men, y'all probably like, but look, women, when y'all make y'all's girls mad or your wife mad, you better put this on. Terry McMillan, we love some Terry McMillan stories. I, I, you swiping I, right or left? I'm swiping right, and I, my mom, uh, uh, helped me gain an appreciation for them Lifetime movies because I tell you, those Lifetime movies deal with every sort of situation that you yes. can encounter in life, and uh, so whenever there is a black woman that uh, gets an opportunity to display her talents of producing a movie on Lifetime, I'm all for it. So, swipe and right. Love it. Ben? Uh, I'm going to swipe right. Uh, Telly, you you are dead on right. All right. These Lifetime movies are, are incredible. Man. I feel like they've been impactful. What? Um, <laughs> only thing I'm going to say is, you know, the only thing that I, I don't like about Lifetime, and I hope that this, this, this Terry lady gets right, is just get the actors correct. I don't want to see Flex Washington playing Michael Jackson. Okay, I'm not trying to see none of that. I need y'all to get the actors right. I love your stories. Waiting to exhale is great. Um, it impacted the uh, the black community uh, indefinitely, but just get the actors right. That's all I'm saying. I don't, I don't, I don't know what the lifetime budget is, but do something better. <laughs> that's, that's, that's valid. All right, last but not least, and Telly, I know you're going to appreciate this. So remember when Tiger Woods and Nike announced that they were – parting ways in terms of their long-term relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And everybody was like, ooh, ooh, what happened? Ooh, you know, you know, trying to find something messy. Well, as I assumed this would happen, Tiger Woods, as part of leaving Nike or, or parting ways, has now secured ownership with the PGA Tour in a groundbreaking $3 billion deal with SSG. Tiger Woods and PGA Tour players will become equity holders in PGA Tour Enterprises thanks to a $3 billion investment from the Strategic Sports Group, also known as SSG, making a historic shift in professional golf ownership. Nike, <laughs> 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 look, Nike who? <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> Nike what? <laughs> yes, but I... I'm going to swipe left, DT. Oh, I love gonna it. I'm going to swipe Why? left because this was an opportunity for Tiger to do something for, I mean, do something that has never been done before. I mean, yes, this is a $3 billion deal, but who knows what the next athlete generations from now will be able to do. They may be able to do something for $5 billion. But I thought that was a great opportunity for him to leave his legacy in the black community, maybe partner up with Eastside Golf, who is a thriving black-owned business, and really shoot them up to the moon. So well, as now much just as to I clarify, like that, 
Go ahead. Just to, just to clarify, the investment aims to align the interests of players, management, and investors with the SSG consortium chosen over two dozen entities. So to your point, Telly, with this, Tiger, he has control and decision-making on who gets what, well, which includes – so we'll, we, this is where we're going to hold Tiger accountable because, you know, he quick to say he blazing. Yeah. Well, I'm not black. I'm blazing. So we're going to see what you do for your black side. Yes. And that's all I'm trying to say because the people that he is in in, in cahoots with uh, and the, you, you just look at the PGA Tour. There's only mm-hmm. one, maybe two black players with well, two and a half black players exactly. on the entire PGA Tour. So there it is outside of Tiger. So I'm swiping left. I would like to see him do something that's going to impact the black golfers and the black community. And it's a way to even leave more of a legacy for him. So we'll see in the in the future. More to come. And, you know, we're going to bring it to you here. Truth Nation for you as more updates come in the pipeline. Stay tuned. We're closing out with our truth of the matter. Thank you all so much again for tuning in. It's going to be a great day, y'all, because it's Friday evening. It's Super Bowl weekend. We going to make it. We gon' make it. Stay tuned. We'll be back. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Your boy Ben Jimmy. And this is Truth of the Matter. Hey, as always, we've reached the end of our show and we give our truth of the matter, which is our takeaways from the topics that we have discussed. And boy, did we have a hot one today. Let's start with you, DT. As always, ladies first. Thank you so much, Telly. My truth of the matter is this. As we continue to be reminded that we are insignificant, even when it comes to the distribution of healthy food in grocery stores that are in our neighborhoods, the truth of the matter is that I need to start reevaluating how I'm going to become a farmer. (laughs) Farmer DT. More to come. Truth of the matter is DT is going to start looking into farming. So, hey, why not? There it is. Communication coach, farmer, mom, daughter. Why not? My truth of the matter, I'm going to keep it real quick and sweet. And that is just be conscious of what you are putting in your body. Uh, It doesn't always, I mean, I know we look at all the super bad things, alcohol, this, that, and the other, and fried food blah 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 but on a regular basis be conscious of what you are putting in your body because we already have a shorter lifespan than other ethnicities so do what you can to make sure that you stay as healthy as possible that is my truth of the matter for today y'all have a great rest of the day coming up next three hours sherwin hughes followed by another four hours no, five of Black Talk Radio. We're going to see y'all tomorrow. It's Friday, and we will be doing Truth Telling Hits with Telly. Right, Telly? You're not going to put DT in the hot seat, right? I don't know, Ben. We're going to have to think about nope. that. Nope. Y'all have a great day. <laughs> Love y'all. See and hear y'all tomorrow. Peace out. <laughs>